Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, LeVar Ball was on CNN last night. <laughs> and What did he have to say? I know what he had to say. A whole heck of a lot. So, he told Pete's president to go, you know what? Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's so many words. So he's on mm-hmm. with uh, Chris Cuomo and... They're talking about the non-apology because now LeVar Ball and Donald Trump are getting into it because Donald Trump doesn't believe that the Ball family, including LeVar, did enough to say thank you to him for extracting him and his two teammates out of China after the shoplifting stuff. Um, So, I mean, if, (laughs) if you can't get two people that are... Just meant for one another. <laughs> I, I, this is just—it it really is a match made in heaven. I mean, yeah. it is—it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And I don't know where their careers are going to go <laughs> next. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> but if they somehow meet up again in the future for some sort of entertainment venture, that's something that I would go and see if they really? went on tour. Yeah. Huh. Trump and Ball. Let's put them in the octagon. Ball and Prez. Let's do that. That's what I want to see. That would be that'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be but, great. You know, there's some people like LeVar Ball gets crushed constantly for all sorts of stuff. And and I would say that a lot of it is legitimate criticism. And and he I would be embarrassed if I were him with the way that his son acted in China. I mean, mm-hmm. that that would really bother me more than anything else. And and this is one of those things that you know, he should look at and say, wow, I mean, this became a bigger story because of me. This is is the negative side of promoting my children as much as I do. You know, maybe I need to rethink things. Clearly, he's not. He's not rethinking things. He's just going even harder well, than he did before. He, uh, he asserts that there were boots on the ground when all this happened and there were things ongoing prior to uh, the narcissistic dude who sits in the White House got involved, and he actually said thank you more to the Chinese president than uh, the aforementioned narcissistic dude that sits in the White House. Uh, so, uh, you know, they're competing uh, stories here. One is saying I had a huge hand in, in extracting your, your, your son from this situation, and the other, the father said, well, maybe you didn't play as big a role as you would like for us to believe. Uh, and, and as I uh, shared with everyone on the show, knowing some people that are close to the situation, uh, you, you had the commissioner of the PAC-12, Larry Scott, that was involved. You had uh, the, the uh, billionaire from Alibaba uh, that was involved. And there were others that were there on the ground that were engaged in, in trying to get these young men out of that situation. So uh, I, I, I'm more apt to believe uh, someone who didn't say this is the largest uh, uh, attendance at inauguration uh, than uh, someone who did say that when it was clearly shown that he was lying. Like he's, it's been shown numerous times that he's a liar. Yeah, I, I want to know 
how much each one of these guys really cares about this and how much they're using it because it benefits them. You know, because that that's something that I'd really love to get the answer to that I'll never get the answer to. Like, for example, you know that Donald Trump looked at the kneeling for the anthem thing as an opportunity to you know, rile up his base, to distract people from other things, to you know, just have a target mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, he did that, and he, he looked at that as an opportunity, and he, and he used it to what he believed was, was his advantage. So is this another one of those things? And is LeVar Ball, instead of saying... You know, I could very easily say thank you to him and this whole thing is going to be over. Right. But now I've hit the big time because I've got the attention of the most talked about man in the world. So here we go. And just as many people, I mean, you could, you could, this, we could debate this all day, but I mean, there's, there's supporters of the president. There's not supporters of the president. So if he becomes like the voice of the non supporters of the president, what does that do to help his brand? So it's, it's funny because I, both these guys are clearly love themselves. themselves. They, yeah, yes. they're full of themselves. <laughs> so I could, I could see that this started just based on the fact that they want to be right and they don't like the other one. I could I could see that. Yep. But I also think that it's a little more calculated than that, too. And both of these guys see an opportunity. Well, of course. Right. Well, you've seen that from uh, the, the cat in the White House, how he takes advantage of any and every opportunity. And, and it's obvious that he didn't get enough love from his daddy and mom and daddy when he was growing up because he's always seeking attention. And, and LeVar Ball, he has spoken into uh, existence, his son being drafted by the L.A. Lakers. Uh, they, they get a ton of attention, and now he's leveraged all that. The the, the bombastic claims he's made, uh, some which have been true, uh, he's leveraged that into a, a reality show. So each and every one of these cats involved, they, they have an agenda. Yeah, and LiAngelo Paul did say thank you for what it's worth to many people, well, and the president was a part of that. He was so. I mean, that's wasn't enough. enough. Come on, you but know. That, well, that's the, but it just shows you mm-hmm. that. I mean, he could have dropped it at that, but did not. And then he needs Lavar to jump on board. Yeah. It's like you know, you just you're searching for stuff. But let's listen to a little bit of Lavar. Who is? I mean, I am close to calling him a virtuoso of media. Like he is getting to that point where he knows how to. I mean, he's virtuosic in his response. Like mm-hmm. what he does. Is like, it's crazy. Like, he can, like, think about how hard it is to get to where a guy like Chris Cuomo is mm-hmm. in his broadcasting career. Like, forget about what people think about CNN and their affiliation. I'm just talking about a guy who worked very hard and, yeah, he's got a last name that people say nepotism, but whatever. Like, you can't be on TV and be bad at it. Doesn't matter who you are, mm-hmm. people take you off television. But he gets to this place on TV. He's interviewed all sorts of people, all sorts of talk shows, live things. He's been everywhere. And LeVar Ball just sits down in an interview with him and hijacks the entire right. thing. Yeah, Like totally, I mean, this guy has made a living his entire life of being the best you can be at whatever. You know, he's been working hard. He gets notes from people. He does it every day. And here's LeVar Ball just waltzes right in this interview and just completely takes it away from him. I mean, it's it's amazing to me. Like, stuff like this is fascinating to me. So we'll give you, we'll play the example here of LeVar Ball just basically taking his platform, 
pulling Chris Cuomo up, sticking him up to his chin, grabbing a bow. <laughs> Taking his mic. <laughs> yeah, grabbing his bow and playing him like a violin. Let's let's take a listen to this. Easily tussled like that. I think you are. I I'm think you're what? very what, what clever. I? I see your big smile are on you your face. Are you going to say thank you to me? I'm going to say thank, thank you, you at the me? end of this interview. I will thank you. I guarantee no. it. No, are you going to say I thank me now? I guarantee it. You know why? Are you going to thank me now? You know why? Are you going to thank me now? Not yet. You haven't earned it why yet. Why are you going to thank me? Haven't earned it yet. But We're, no, no, why are you not going to thank me? Haven't why are you going to thank yet. me right now? When you, you earn like the word it, thank, thank you. you. We're still you like short thank you? We're still short. Your son what? said thank you for helping him get out of China. Can you say thank you, Mr. LeVar Ball? I will thank you Can you say thank you, Mr. LeVar Ball, for having this? Listen. How about we do it now? I just want to hear it. You know what? I'll show you what. I just want to hear now. Just to be decent, just because it's a nice thing to do, yeah. Mr. Ball, oh, thank you now for being it's a nice here thing with to do, me on CNN tonight. Uh, Don Lemon thanks you now, hard, from wherever how, he how is. How hard was that? Mm-hmm. And in fact, now, Don why, Lemon why should thank me, me for talking to you on his show right now. Hey, he, why, he why, me why are you thanking me, though, just so, to say thank you? Wait, hold on. Will you I'm thank just saying, me why back? are you thanking me? Give me a couple of reasons. Will you thank me back? See, it never stops. First, thank me back. That's I'm just asking. Give me a couple of reasons. I got to know why you just think you just can't say thank you. It's time to be it's on the oh, Stop it for a second. That's, that's ridiculous, and 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 it's bad to listen to. Even worse to see. And 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 basically, Levar Ball has an agenda when he comes on there, and he's not going to answer any damn questions straight, head on. He's just going to engage in this tomfoolery, and you're going to go round and round and round because it wasn't enough to get to thank you. Okay, now why are you thanking me? And why didn't you thank me in this manner? And why did you say thank you like this? And why was well, there I think what he's doing in, in in his own way is also showing how ridiculous what Donald Trump is asking. I think that was his main mm-hmm. plan there was to be like, okay, when I do this like this, what do you think? Because that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, that's why I think the guy is like sometimes, man. I don't know. Sometimes it's a little next level. This Levar Ball. I kind of give him credit because it was almost like I'm going to use the the abhorrent behavior here. Like I'm going to use that in my own way that's going to get people so angry angry to show you yeah. that that's exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And how ridiculous is what I'm doing is exactly how ridiculous what he's doing. So it's it's just like he's using a moment his own. Call me self crazy, as, don't as, call me stupid. Right, as as yeah. a as a muse. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. well, it was like totally bizarre. Mm-hmm. And uh by the way, LeVar Ball was very nice at uh at one point in this interview as he wished the Trump family, Donald Trump, a very happy Thanksgiving. Oh, did, did he? Yeah, no, did he say choke on the bone? This was at the end of this is how he ended the interview. This is how he ended the, the interview. Oh. Let's listen. And I got a message for you. What is it? Tell Donald Trump to have a great Thanksgiving, because Big Baller is. <laughs> yeah, Big Baller is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is something else. I want to hear the end of the other clip. If we can get to the point where he <laughs> said that I would thank the president if he put him on his own plane. I, I want to hear the end of that. So you can just pick it up where we left the, the first one, Pete, and we'll just we'll just play it out there. Yes. That's why I'm thanking you. And, but you come on. But and that's you why you're thanking me. It doesn't take much now. to say thank you. Why won't you say thank you to the president? It, it, it doesn't make... Well, if somebody does something for you, then you say thank you. Somebody did now, something for you. That's your opinion say that he's you. done for me? Okay. <laughs> I would say thank you if he would have put him on his plane and took him home. Then I would have said, thank you, Mr. Trump, for taking my boys out of China and bringing them back to the U.S. There's a lot of room on that plane. <laughs> I would have said thank you kindly for that. <laughs> so because he didn't take them home on the plane, say, no thank you. 
Well, well, I'm just saying, uh, that's how I would say thank you. I'm just saying, you might say thank you a different way. You just say thank you like it's no, just you, any kind of way. It's not how you'll you say thank you, it's thank when you. I can, you'll I can say tell, thank you. I can tell you don't mean nothing about it. That's not I true. When I say thank you, I mean it. Change back and forth. <laughs> I mean it. Well, hey, don't get so excited now. When I say thank you, I mean it. When I say thank you, I mean it. No, you don't. No, you don't. You know how I can tell? Tell me. You know how I can tell? Tell me. I ain't going to tell you because I'm going to let you figure it out on your own. He is such a... Full of it. I mean, oh, buddy, wow. I mean, you think about like the prep that these guys do and they interview politicians and all the stuff that goes into it. And he mm-hmm. just, like, here comes LeVar Ball, just sets it all on fire. <laughs> sets it all on fire. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I, and I don't want it to be construed as like I'm like, you know, respect him for this. I just think he's, I mean, he's been given this platform by everybody. And he's well, he's just, created it for himself, and everyone keeps buying in, and and they keep throwing a mic in front of him because right. they know you're going to get some surreal antics from uh, this dude, and and it, it never stops. He's the gift that keeps on giving, and and so put it out there for the entertainment value if you find entertainment value in it, and, and apparently these these media companies do. Yeah, I just for him to know that there's that many people out there that dislike him. And he's trying to sell stuff. And he also needs people to like his children. And to still act in this manner takes a lot of something. I'm not sure exactly what that something is. <laughs> if it's crazy, if it's guts, if it's intelligence. I don't know yet. It might be a lot of it. All well, of it why together. would you stop? Because it has gotten him this far. It's worked up to this point. Now, as far as the big ball of brand, I don't know what type of numbers, uh, how many pairs of shoes or apparel that they're, they're they're selling, but it has gotten him to this part, uh, to this point where his son is playing for the Lakers, one of the high-profile teams, and he has another one now who's in the news for uh, the negative uh, situation, uh, but he's playing at one of the iconic programs, or will eventually. Uh, they haven't kicked him off the team, just suspended indefinitely. So it has worked. His game plan has worked to a T. No one knew the hell who LeVar Ball was, you know, until he started making all these claims and, and being so outlandish. Now, his son was playing on a, a pretty good uh, basketball team there at UCLA, but the father, no one knew who he was, and now he has spoken everything into existence with the help of Zeus and others. And I want to see someone who is really experienced in interviewing people. Like Cuomo is one thing. I want to get like the best of the best when it comes to interviewing people to sit down with LeVar Ball. Not sure who that is, but it's probably not going to be Charlie Rose. Here's the truth and nothing but the truth. Many of you have simply had it. You've struggled with pain long enough, and you want what I wanted. 100% drug-free answer to your pain. Brian Jones here again for my answer to pain after a professional career in football. Yes, of course, I'm talking about Relief Factor. But the really big news is that anybody struggling with pain can lower or even eliminate your pain with this wonderful product. My problem was I had significant pain in my elbow. had no idea how I sustained this injury and what was going on in my elbow. I started using Relief Factor and within a week, the pain was gone, eliminated, and it has stayed gone because of Relief Factor. Maybe you'd like to play golf or tennis again without pain or take a nice long walk again. Or how about sleeping through the night again without pain? Neck, back, shoulder, hip, and knee pain can be simply awful. Here's what I suggest. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick start, a super value of just $19.95, so you can see if it will help you like it did me. Relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 
800-500-8384. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. I'm afraid to look at Twitter after the Trump LeVar Ball segment, so I haven't looked to see. <laughs> who, see what? To see who, who, uh, who hates who more, I guess, oh. is really what it comes down to. But, uh, but yeah, so that was that was fun playing that audio. What'd you make of that stuff yesterday, Bogish? I still haven't really listened. Oh, you haven't? I just I can't stand either one of them, mm-hmm. and it's just such a <laughs> dumb one thing. a little bit more than the other, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if the white guy a little bit more than the black guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If uh, I had to, if I had to pick one, right? Yes, yeah. but um, neither one of them should be heard from ever again, yeah. especially <laughs> in a head-to-head battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nobody needs that. Yeah, mm. I don't know, though, because I think both are here for at least the short term. They're yeah. going to be around for at least a couple of years in some situations mm-hmm. that will be high profile. I think there's no doubt about it. So, you know, why not embrace it? No. <laughs> why not embrace it and, and just watch the two of them go at it? No. I mean, it's, it's. I'll it's, go watch like Real Housewives of Orange County if I want to oh. see useless people fighting. Yeah, <laughs> at least they're pretty. <laughs> are they? Some of them are. Uh, One or two. Yeah. That Tamra's a hottie. Mm. I like her. Yeah. Tamra. Yeah. 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 What about Atlanta? I feel like Atlanta, they fight a lot. They do. Um, I I haven't watched Atlanta, but I have watched um, what's his name. Troy Bierman and his yes. his wife, Don't Be Tardy, dot, right. dot, dot. Well, she started called? on that show, didn't yes. she? Don't so Be I've, Tardy. Yeah. She had a song called Don't Be Tardy. I don't, don't, why be tardy. don't I know all, this. On the Atlanta show? Yes. Yeah, Real oh. Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's her name again? Kim something. Kim. Uh, it's weird. It's like it's right on the tip of my and tongue. C's and Zol- Zolciak. Yes. That's what it is. What? Yep. I'm telling you, just like... What I know, what I've learned about reality television is equal to what my wife has learned about sports since we've been together. <laughs> gotcha. So she could, there's things that she could tell you about sports mm-hmm. you'd be surprised and because she's just absorbed it having been in the same house yeah. as me. And the same thing has happened vice versa with this whole deal. So I know more than I want to know about it. Okay. I also watched uh, another spinoff of the Atlanta one is uh, Escape. Something, something, something. See, that I don't know. Because one of the women on Atlanta was in the group Escape, which is yeah. like a real group. Yeah. And now they're trying to exist again. Right. So they're doing a show about that. But now they're all like 40 and they hate e- each Escape other. Escape had a couple of hits. A, a lot of them, yeah. yeah. It's just X and... Escape. It, yes. Now, Cordell Stewart's ex-wife is on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Correct. And I think I'm attracted to her. Oh, really? I think I am. But I can't tell. Uh, creepy Bob Whitfield's wife used to be on there. What do you mean you can't tell? I can't tell because there's times I see her and I'm like, nah. There's other times I see her I'm like, ah. You know, you ever have one of those? Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I know which one is his ex-wife. Uh, so I believe Portia. Yeah, Portia Williams. Yeah. 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 But there's other times you're like, wow. Well, ah. oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I can see what you're saying. Now, the... Trudy from Different Strokes. Is she <laughs> she used to be, I don't think she's on this season. What's her name? Is it Trudy? What is, what is her name on Different Strokes? Yeah, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But it's just, y'all, just, y'all didn't see Different Strokes. Y'all went around. <laughs> I, strokes. I saw it. Different, uh, apo- D-I-F-F apostrophe, rent strokes. Remember that? It wasn't different. Oh, was it? No. Oh, okay. It was a good show. Yes, it was. Was her name Trudy? What was her name on there? I don't know. I, that was Trudy. You're asking her I can't guy. remember. Yeah, that she and did. Arnold and Todd Bridges and Willis. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah Willie. The there you go. What you talking about, Willie? Weird, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, see, every see, other see, every you, other picture I can. You 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 like? I just can't do all this phony hair, man. That ain't your hair. Show your real hair. It's not. Hair. What do they put name. in there? I mean, like call a weave. It's called <laughs> extensions. Hey, look at this one. Jeez. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff going on. That's real. Yeah. Maybe I can get past the hair. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? But then I'll show you another one. You'll be like, ah! Yeah. I don't right. know. Yeah. Okay. Listen, mm. you know, in the grand scheme of things, she's more attractive than I am. So yeah, well. <laughs> right. We'll just go with that. I mean, I hate doing this, but I mean, mm-hmm. they, they put themselves out there. That's right. They put themselves We're out there. We're not objectifying them, are we? Not, no. Uh, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I'm no, saying I, I, nice things. I'm saying nice things. But your personality's great. <laughs> But she seems to be a little nuts. This is one. she? Yeah. Aren't all of them? Uh, I don't. Know, some more than others, I guess. Yeah, you, you know? got to be a little bit, I think, to put yourself on TV like that. I guess Bob Whitfield admitted to abusing. His yeah, wife. that didn't go what? well. Yeah, yeah. But he was. There was one day when I worked at Sally Radio where I walked in and he was sitting where Mike sits at the call screening computer. And hey, this is our intern, Bob. Yeah, I was there during that time. Yeah, and I was I was running. A board for NFL radio, and Bob Whitfield was the intern. Yeah. And he would pick up the phone. I wish I could say exactly what he said when he picked up the phone. Hello? But he'd go, he'd basically go, Yo, who the blank is this? (laughs) (laughs) That's what he would say. Yeah. And then the producer, you know, the guy who you know, Dave. Yes. You can't, but you can't do that. <laughs> you got, you got, like, it's funny and everything, and maybe you're used to doing that, but you can't do that. He's like, oh, okay, a word? Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he was a giant man. And in one weird oh, yeah. eye. One eye, yeah. Yeah, yeah one Played lazy eye. Knucklehead, yeah. <laughs> so he, so he, he admitted to abusing That was wife. not a good relationship, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that didn't end well. Guess not if he's abusing her. Yeah, not good. All right, so uh, we went down that yeah. route. Yeah, let's bring yeah. it on back to sports. Now we're back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> so they led 14 nothing, 21-7 and 34-23, but the Falcons only won in Seattle on Monday Night Football 34-31 when Blair Walsh just missed a 52-yard field goal in the final second. Literally six inches away from... The crossbar. Literally, Literally. Kevin Harlan on uh, Westwood. One, Matt Ryan. Literally. Happy to exhale. You never know. You never know if they're going to go in, not go in, and obviously you're hoping that it doesn't go in, and, and that's kind of what I was thinking at the time. The Falcons QB threw for a pair of scores as his team won its second straight. Tevin Coleman scoring on the ground. Adrian Claiborne returned a Russell Wilson fumble 10 yards for points. The Seahawks have dropped two straight home games and had won 11 straight on Monday night. Both of these teams now 6-4, and four, but it's Atlanta in possession of the second NFC wild card this morning. The Wall Street Journal says Jerry Jones asked that all owners get the final say on Roger Goodell's new contract, and the compensation committee said no way. <laughs> that small group of owners also told Jerry again to drop his lawsuit threat, saying his conduct is unbefitting an owner. Jay Cutler officially in concussion protocol in Miami. Blaine Gabbert will get a second star for the Cardinals because of Drew Stanton's knee soreness. And Bears tight end Zach Miller went home yesterday after 23 days in wow. hospitals.
because of the dislocated left knee that caused major artery damage in New Orleans. Oklahoma will not let Bla- uh, Baker Mayfield, not Blaker Mayfield, start or be a captain on Senior Day Saturday against West Virginia because he cursed and made that obscene gesture once or twice at Kansas last weekend. The Celtic win streak is 16 after rallying for a 110-102 win in OT in Dallas. Kyrie Irving had 47. The Clipper losing streak is 9 after a 107-85 loss at the Knicks. Doc Rivers' team was within two points, though, midway through the third quarter. Right now, we get it going a little bit, and one thing happens, and it just implodes. So, um, you know, I got to do a better job. Players got to do a better job. We just got to keep working on it. He's still the coach out there? He is, right? (laughs) What the hell? The next guy. (laughs) (laughs) How about Jamie Foxx is going to be 50 years old? Stop it. Yeah. Man. I can't explain it. You know, we tried. Black don't surprised? crack, huh? Like, no. like this year he's going to be 50? Because yeah. I'm going to be 50 at some point. No, no, he's going to be 50 this year coming up. His birthday's, I saw him in one of the uh, American Music Award things. 50 years old. Is he still dating Katie Holmes? Is that a thing mm-hmm. still? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, and you're the big 5 Thanks for reminding me. I, I yes. found that out uh, on the Better Man show. Yep. We missed, we somehow missed, oh, he's coming up? It hasn't happened yet? 5 Yeah. No, it hasn't happened. Oh, I thought that happened already on the no. Better Man show. It's happening in January. January. When's the party? What are we uh, doing? I haven't decided oh, we'll yet. we'll be friends then. We'll still be friends. Okay, good. Yeah, I just haven't decided what I'm going to do. Who looks better at 49? Jamie Foxx or Brian Jones? Well, he has all that makeup on. That's right? a good question. I think this is a good one. Mm. You don't think it's a good one? You think it's Jamie Foxx? No, I think it's Uncle Brian. Me too. <laughs> Uncle Brian. No, better body. They're right now. about that black don't crack thing, man. Yeah, yeah, you for a it. lot of us. Yeah, yeah you we, we very, had to get well. something in this deal. I mean, there's a whole bunch of negativity. <laughs> Can we at least look yeah. young when we old? Yeah. Can we at least have that? All right, now stop talking. <laughs> See? He said enough, right? <laughs> Jeez. I told you before the show your role. It'd be nice if you would adhere to that. Yes or both? <laughs> no, you look good, man. I'm happy for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 50 years old for Brian Jones. <laughs> I'm going to spend the rest of my morning thinking about the conversation like 400 years ago when some white dude was like, it's going to suck for a while, but we're going to give you this one thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, boss? Yeah. Just know if you live to 50, <laughs> you'll look great. Better sex. Maybe one day you'll get a TV show. <laughs> you can tell other men. Yeah. You can boss white people lot. around, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll be taking advice from you. <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy. Just just hang in there. Why that, not? That's that pie in the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now get to stepping. <laughs> Don't ever look me in the eye again. <laughs> Tell one of those female slaves, come up to my room. <laughs> yeah. Af- Sex. After dinner. <laughs> uh. All right, so the Sixers beat the Jazz last night. That's what you guys heard, 107-86. And Cleveland rolled through Detroit, 116-88. That's five straight wins. For the Cavaliers, college basketball, ninth-ranked North Carolina ran over Stanford, 96-72. And the Anaheim Ducks, in the ninth round of a shootout, beat the Sharks 3-2. 
Why is that happening? <laughs> what? Because we can't no. accept ties in this country. Nine rounds for shootout. Yeah. What are we? Who needs that? On the list of things we can't do, at some point we'll get to it. Ties are okay. Yeah. <sighs> ties are okay. How about Bull Bull is going to Oregon? You know Bull Bull, Manute Bull's son. Yeah. Bull Bull. <laughs> What's your name, though, Bull Bull? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a joke when I saw I thought when someone said, yeah, Manute's son, Bull. I said, nah. What's your first name, Bull? What's your last name, Bull? Yeah, Bull, Bull. He just kept it simple. Yeah, he's, uh, I guess the, there was a chance he was going to go to Kentucky, but somehow Oregon got him. So. 7-3, 220. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah, that's his daddy. That's a man right there. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, you better be able to play basketball when you're that big. Like, if you are that big and you're unathletic, and you can't play basketball. That's yeah. I mean, your life has got to be horrible, right? Yeah, I, mean, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, you're potential superstar if you're athletic, and then you're. I mean, you basically live like an outsider's life if you're not. I mean, it's a tough, tough thing. So, well, it works you know, out he's, for he's a, a top recruit, number three ranked player in the uh, 2018 class. So uh, he's proven, I guess, that he's worthy of that status. And and you got Kentucky calling. You, you have other. Big time schools calling and Oregon uh, ends up winning, winning the, uh, the 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 race and the chase the for bowl Mr. Stakes, bowl. Yeah, the bowl, yeah, stakes. the bowl stakes, the bowl bowl stakes, bowl bowl. Seven three two twenty. Man, you can just eat twenty four seven when you're that tall and that skinny. Yeah, you can do that, too. but he's got a little, a little bit more thickness than his father had. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. His yeah, pops was seven seven. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Wow, seven. Mm. Told you I saw Manute Bowl in Las Vegas. Sorry. Yeah, he had a he had a table at a club. Looked over. Hey, it's Manute Paul. He didn't invite you over. No, 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 no. no. That was a long time ago. Do you have a harem? Uh, no. The late great Manute Paul. Yeah, we, we the do late great, right? This. Yes. Um, I was in the hospital where he where he died. I was there like the day before, in Charlottesville, Virginia. Really? Yeah, he died in the hospital the next day. I went to visit my wife who worked there at the time. Next day, Manute Paul dead in the hospital. And, and did he live in Charlottesville? I don't know. He no. was just there. <laughs> I don't know why. Everybody's oh. got a Manute Bull story. You'd like to share <laughs> I don't yours? Eight five five two one two four CBS for your Manute Bull story. No, I do not have one. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those guys that you know when you see him when he was alive that it was him. You know, oh, there yeah. was no like, hey, is that Manute Bull? No, 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 no. no, it's, no, it's, no. It's, it's Manute Bull. Yeah, there's no, there's no yeah. question about it. Yeah, I mean, put him in that number. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. unusually large. Yes, was one of those guys. All right, coming up next, you're not going to believe what Sean McDermott said, if I can get that out. Sean McDermott said uh-huh. about, yeah, you can, you can, it wasn't quite as bad as Ohio State, but it was not good either. Uh, what Sean McDermott said about Nathan Peterman after that performance. We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. It is Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free. And only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Here is Sean McDermott talking about Nathan Peterman and some of the stuff that he did on Sunday. I remain confident in Nathan and... And, you know, there were some plays yesterday I know he wants back. There was also some plays where when you look at it, you say, that's, that was pretty darn good, you know. Um, hard to see 
um, on the surface, you know, 10,000 foot view, hard to see that with the result being what it was. When you take it one play at a time and you really look at it and say, hey, we're moving the ball. And you know, sometimes you got to throw and got to catch. And, and so, um, but again, that's, that, you know, I own the decision and, and that's on me. Hard to see. You ain't lying. Hard to see. Would you have a microscope? Just stop it. What is he talking about? Yes, the first interception caroms off the fullback's face mask. Other than that, what are you talking about? Hard to see. Hard to see, but you saw it. He seeked it. What, what are you? He, what? Like, I know he's a young guy. You don't want to be, like, the head coach and crush him in a news conference. But what is so wrong with standing up there and saying... Nathan wasn't ready. I thought he was ready to play. He wasn't ready. Doesn't mean he's not going to be ready at some point. Doesn't mean that his career's over. But I made a mistake in starting Nathan Peterman in this yeah. game. Clearly, as you saw how it went, I shouldn't have done that. And I panicked. Because this is personal. And I think it's been personal from the get-go. Uh, and it may not be personal with Sean McDermott, but those who are paying his check, I think it's personal with them. Tyrod Taylor is not one of their favorites for whatever reason. And I had a conversation with a longtime NFL head coach last evening at a function I uh, attended, and he said he thinks this is personal. Because why would you sit Tyrod Taylor with all the problems you're having on the defensive side of the ball Teams are running roughshod over you, and you're worried about the quarterback position. They don't want Tyrod Taylor to be the face of this organization. Apparently, the new owners don't. And so that's why you have now Sean McDermott caught between this deal, and he's having to come out with some type of glowing uh, glowing view of a just a horrible performance by his quarterback. There's no other reason for that. There's no way you can look at that film. I don't care how closely you look at it. There's no way you can find a a, a po- any positives from that play. Yeah. Of your quarterback. No way. And you've got a guy who's only thrown three interceptions on the season, and now his replacement throws five in one ball game. And not even one ball in game. A half. In a half of a ball game. Yep. And you're saying if you look closer, you can <laughs> see some positives. What the hell? You have to look through the film? Is it like one of these pictures we see on the internet? Look closer now. What do you see? Is it a blue dress? Is it a gold dress? What are you talking about? I know that Sean McDermott probably didn't know that this was the case when he took the job, that he'd be put in a tough situation like this, but these are the things you need to know when you're an assistant somewhere and you have opportunities out there to join organizations and maybe you say, well, do I want to work for that ownership group or do I want to wait it out? Because now, in this situation, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't looking the way that you're looking at it and saying, boy, Sean McDermott's an idiot. And he might never work his way out of this. This is one of those decisions that he is going to wear for quite possibly the rest of his career. Yep. And if it's been driven by ownership and he didn't even want to do this, that makes it worse. That makes it a lot worse. You're right. You know what? I I, I have always aspired to be an NFL head coach, but I'm not getting in the middle of this drama. Yeah. Uh, So, but thanks. But no thanks. I'll remain here with the Carolina Panthers as a defensive coordinator till another opportunity arises. And it really stinks, too, because this team was playing so well. And for the talent level that they had, they were playing above their head. So it's not that surprising. It came down to earth a little bit. But the way that they did was certainly surprising. I mean, we all know the streak of them not making the playoffs and how depressing that is and how great those fans are there. And you really thought that they had an opportunity in this AFC to do it. And maybe they get it together and end up doing it still because 
the conference is so bad. But it's just like, come on! You were this close to getting back to the playoffs. Now the whole thing's a mess because of these terrible yeah. decisions. Yeah, I, I, and, and and for McDermott to come out and make those comments, it's laughable. We know what we saw, and yes, we're He's looking. Got to know how he we're, sounds. We're looking at it from a thirty thousand foot perspective, but we saw what we saw, and we can't unsee that. And for you to say, and yes, the film gives you a different perspective, and you know what the play call is, and you know what he's trying to do, but he didn't make good throws. He didn't make good decisions on a lot of those interceptions. Let's go to Matt in Buffalo on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Matt. What's happening? What's up, fellas? Hey, man. Uh, Brian, I am kind of disappointed right now to hear the things that you're saying. I Only because I agree the kid did not play. He did not look good at all. That, there were some horrible things that happened in that game. But wouldn't you agree, being the football guy that you are, that what you've seen out of Tyrod, you've seen his feeling. He's played at his best for two and a half seasons, and that's not going to change. He is a check down, throw the ball seven feet in front of him, will never throw a receiver open, will not throw to a receiver unless he is two, sometimes even three steps in front of a, of a defensive back. That's what we've had. So there's no game. Shady can't get any room because they stack eight people in the box, and they say, go ahead, throw the ball. We know you're not going to. Matt, I am not making Tyrod Taylor out to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Not once did I say that. And I, I, would, I would not assert that, but here's the other deal. Who have you surrounded him with? You have not surrounded you, – you You just sent Robert Woods, who's now hurt for the Rams, to the Rams. You sent Sammy Watkins to the Rams, and they've been lighting up scoreboards since they've been there. So who have you surrounded Tyrod Taylor with? And no one said he's going to be the second coming of Jim Kelly. But to say it's time to switch quarterbacks, when this guy's sitting there with 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, and you thrust into action a rookie who has five interceptions, then you try to sell us on the fact that there were some positives in his play. What were they? What's a coach going to say, Brian? What's a coach You can really come gonna... out and tell the damn truth. Hey, this experiment didn't work out in the first half, you... but we're going to go with him again because I believe it will work out. Or you can come out and say it didn't work out. I'm going back to Tyrod Taylor. Those are the two options. If he goes back to Tyrod Taylor, does he have an ounce of credibility left with, A, the players in that locker room, which that matters most. That matters more to the fans. That's one of the things the fans forget about here. It's not about the fans. It's about what they have to do. He, with his fellow coaches, who I'm sure he consults with, they're going to think, this guy's 10 games into his career and he's a flip-flop artist. So I understand why McDermott has to stick by the point. But you saying that about Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins is all the more of an indictment against Tyrod Taylor. They were explosive players, and they didn't do diddly when they were here because no one would throw them the ball. So if they have a quarterback in Peterman, and I'm not, and, and they might not, obviously, given what we saw, but you don't know after one half of football on the road for the kids' first game, I'm not going to say he's a bust. Right. But you, you owe it to your organization, your team, your fan base, you know, it's yourself as a head coach to know what you have. Because I know what I have in Tyrod Taylor. And I'm going to tell you another thing that people forget about here. What do you want to go to a playoff game so that you can spend your entire Saturday no, uh, Saturday afternoon, the first week of the, of the playoff season after the holidays, and watch your team get crushed the way it did against New Orleans, the way it did against San Diego? Because that's all that would happen if we made the playoffs. They're not that good. 
So even when they were playing above their head and they were getting three interceptions a game and, and they were making all these plays, you knew they really weren't that good. They were going to come back down to earth. So why would we want to go to the playoffs now as opposed to two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, when we have a good team? See what you have. If you have a quarterback, good. If you lose the rest of the game this season and you find out you don't have a quarterback and you have a higher draft pick, which, by the way, we have two in the first, two in the second, two in the third, we can really stack this team. Okay, fine. And and If you want to find out what you have and you've given up on this season, that's one thing. Come out and say that. He didn't say that. What he is saying by by inserting Nathan Peterman is that, okay, we think this guy gives us a better chance of winning. Fine. You believe that? That's great. You see him every day in practice. Now, you now have a sample size, albeit a small sample size, and then you come out and try to sell us. You piss down our back and tell us it's raining. You found something positive? You didn't see anything positive in that first half of that ball game from Nathan Peterman. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Maybe he's not a bust, but don't tell me you saw something positive if you look closer. Brian, have you ever known of a coach to really come out and tell the truth? Do you think he's going to come out and he's going to say, man, this kid sucked, I made a huge mistake? What kind of coach, even a Belichick, isn't going to say that, and he has all the job security there in the is, world? There are subtle ways to say that, and as far as yeah. fractures in that locker room, he may have already lost that locker room with this move. Yeah, thanks, Matt, and there are different ways to say it. And, yes. and he doesn't – you want to talk about credibility – He's he, there's all different ways he could go to lose credibility. He's already lost a ton, but to try to sell the fact that there is something in there from that first half performance, I mean, you tell me people aren't laughing at that as well. And, and as as far as the draft pick argument, or you might really have something, whatever. Why would you want to make the play? At some point, you tell me that these fans that show up there every week and pack that place in the freezing cold don't want to see a playoff game for right. once. Yeah, and even if you get blown out, so what? You, you went there. there, you did it. <laughs> and think about the positivity in that building to build off of. I'd rather have that going into the next season. Be like. You know what? We did it. We were a playoff team, and we maybe we have a draft pick that's not as good as we didn't make it. Who cares at that point? I'd rather go into 2018 knowing that that streak is over and you finally did it. So, I mean, McDermott can can stand up there and talk about all that stuff. No one's going to believe him. But he could very easily say, Nathan Peterman, I believe, can play better than he did. Clearly, we all saw how it went. I think he can play better than he did. He was in a tough spot. I thought he was more ready than he was. He clearly wasn't. We'll see what happens this week. Thank you. That's what you said. Simple as that. Without going, he sucks. It was terrible. I'm an idiot. He doesn't have to do that. No. To stand up there and just. And no one said Tyrod Taylor is going to be the next Joe Ferguson. It's a hell of a lot better quarterback than (laughs) Peterman showed to be, at least at this point in Uh, his career. I think they scored when he was in there, right? Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.